0: Daniel, we're here. How are you? Happy Sunday morning. Uh, That's,
1: I mean, do you, yeah, it's, you know what? Yeah, 11. Yeah, you can still say it. it's because I'll say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hockey's on Saturday. What a fun sort of batch of games we had last night. A lot of good moments. A lot of emotional moments, especially. We're talking about the Leafs. Uh, an apology from the crowd to a coach. All this and more. This is what we're going to get to on the show today. At the end, we'll talk about our Fantasy League and see how it's mm-hmm. going because uh, it's very important. Uh, we're going to talk about the Pittsburgh game for the Habs. We're going to also touch on the Vancouver game for the Leafs and their other Pittsburgh game, um, the Hall of Fame game. I had a problem with that game, and I'll get to it a little later because it was on the 11th, and we'll get to that. Okay. okay, beside that, the Blue Jackets are so hurt. The Flames won last night, but I'm still wondering if we should be worried about them, as we should be in the goaltending in Edmonton. There may be a controversy. Uh, the Devils, they're a wagon. But first off, Daniel, I think I'd be wrong in not mentioning to start that the man has done it. Not only did the BBC report on it, not only did TSN report on it, it's worldwide. Ask Ketchum is a Pokemon world champion.
0: He did it. He's so- 15 years later. Wait, no, 10 years later?
1: It's more than that.
0: More than that? Okay.
1: Well, so technically, he has a few titles. He won the Orange Islands League. He won the Alolan League, but no one counts Orange Island. So the Alolan League was his actual first title, but the World Championship one is like the, the big old goose. Like he beat Steven on the way, he beat Cynthia, like champions. If you played the games they'd are like the most, and he beat Leon. It was really good. So there's this part of it where like Pikachu's like about to lose. Obviously, Pikachu's his last Pokemon. And like Pikachu has a dream of like every single Pokemon Ash has ever had. It's like uh-huh. he's. Butterfree. You see obviously like the Gen 1 team. You go through all of them. It's awesome. It's such a nostalgic trip for house for not house fans, but for Pokemon fans. All this, the week that the new games come out. Certainly that's next week, but right before the new games come out they uh, they get the hype in. Like Jumbotrons downtown in like cities in Japan had them on. It's mm-hmm. insane. The outpouring of support for the GOAT is amazing.
0: So why, why this year specifically... He finally wins it compared to the other years. For example, when we were kids, and you know, we always th- thought Ash was the number one Pokemon trainer.
1: I don't think anyone thought that, Daniel.
0: Okay, well, I mean, like the Diamond and bad at
1: the start. Well, so you gotta remember before he would travel in regions, right? And they would do mm-hmm. regions of whatever new games came out. So instead of sending him to like what was that? It's the um, the Galar region, which is where mm-hmm. Leon's champion. They just made it like this world. They made it like a whole, it was almost like a a huge fan service season, what's going on right now. And like he's, he like travels to all these other regions. It's this big tournament that's like all these trainers, and like you start seeing them from like the old episodes and old seasons of the anime, some of his biggest rivals and his allies. So it was just sort of like a big coup de grace. That's why, like, in the, like, you see some of like the champions of other leagues in this tournament. Like I mentioned, it's like Cynthia and Steven and even, um, diantha from like the kalos league a lot of people are gonna be listening to and saying well, we'll get to the hockey what do you want about but what can so, we least learn about ass catch him
0: my, my like, first idea was for ash winning this having the other titles is this like a triple crown type of thing
1: so uh, yeah because it's his third title technically
0: mm-hmm. but
1: this is the big one that's like he he it's like the orange islands was the echl Got the Kelly Cup, then he got the Calder Cup and the Lola, their first ever champion. Fun fact, and then this is the Stanley Cup. So he's like, he's like, um, the Great was the first no. player to, well, no, because no, technically Ash is the coach of the Pokemon. So... Oh,
0: okay, got but it, got I it. I
1: guess you could see maybe Pikachu's the first player. He's the J Beagle winning the three titles, and then, you know, Ash is is the Jared betnar He's the coach.
0: Okay, got it, got first it. First
1: to win the Kelly Calder and Stanley Cup. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was just a really nice moment. Everyone grew up in Pokemon. Everyone did. They so did. it was. I think it was a really heartwarming thing for a lot of people.
0: I think I haven't been around it for a while. That she you was. just assume that uh, he already won it. So no. yeah, it, it does feel like that athlete that they waited or that coach that waited decades to finally get the championship.
1: He's like a Kevin Garnett situation. Okay, yes, yes, Garnett too. But mm-hmm. uh, Ash Ketchum, he's done it. Or as he's known in Japan, Satoshi.
0: So who is okay, so I was gonna do this poll, but I'll do it tonight on the pod. But who is the number one all around athlete now in their league?
1: What in in Pokemon?
0: Like, is it Ash Ketchum, Shoyotani, Connor McDavid? <laughs>
1: oh, say so he means uh I still think it has to be oh that's a good question. I don't know enough about other sports to really say that, but mm-hmm. I you know. That's that. It that is though. That like Ash Ketchum is there with the Sidney Crosbys. Is Ash Ketchum the Sidney Crosby of the Pokemon world?
0: I would have to ask that. So, <clears throat> because you are the Pokemon resident expert here,
1: I am. I have is Ash history.
0: more of like, you know, still playing at a high level? Is he a Sidney Crosby or is he like a Connor McDavid?
1: So I don't think he. He's an extremely creative and a very heartfelt type player. So he's more sick. Because as we know, Connor McDavid is a plank of wood. I think he's definitely said he's very all around, but it's his heart. Sid okay. the Kid never takes a shift off. Ash is always there. And he's overcome so many losses. Well now, obviously Sid's had a couple cups and like wins everything, but I think he's he's more Sidney Crosby than he is Connor
0: oh, Okay, okay. Yeah.
1: Is we'll there a Connor to...
0: McDavid type of Pokemon trainer?
1: Uh no, maybe Paul or uh or Sinji as he's called in Japan, from Gen mm-hmm. 4, his rival. Okay, great player. Great it's player.
0: funny. Um, one last thing on Pokemon. Yeah. What I always loved about Ash is when I was a kid. I always thought, you know, when they just would walk to every single new place like you always just saw them walking.
1: Yes. Traveling I thought
0: that was very much possible. In my life, that I'm like, that's what I want to do when I'm older. I just want to keep walking to these new cities.
1: And you can't just hitchhike up the highway. No, it's not gonna. No, be. it's not gonna. <laughs> no, no. I wish to Daniel. I wish. So, I wish what too. happened
0: to Brock and Misty?
1: So Misty is in Cerulean City, and she's the gym leader there now. Okay. Brock left after the fourth generation to be a Pokemon doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was his send off was really was really sad because I, Brock was there forever misty mm-hmm. eventually left and then you know that's when may and max joined in the ho stuff but then eventually yeah brock left in uh at the end of gen four which I, i've never quite worked out. that's when i stopped really really watching the anime obviously mm-hmm. i've never stopped playing the games and that but but yeah brock was uh brock's doing his thing he's a doctor now
0: okay yeah.
1: Yeah. he was gonna Did be a- finally
0: get married to one of the nurses
1: uh he wishes uh, okay one of days. the original simp the original simp yeah so uh <laughs> Really cool. Like you saw Misty and Brock. Like everywhere all his friends were watching. All his companions from all his his traveling days. It was such a nostalgia trip, man. It really was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hockey. Does Talk. this
0: put the pressure on Connor McDavid and Austin Matthews to win it all now?
1: And now that Ash has done it at ten years old, he's a Pokemon World Champion. What are you doing with your life? Not winning any playoff rounds for, for Matthews. Getting swept in the conference finals by McDavid. McDavid by the Avs. Come on now. Okay. Um, I don't know where where we can start here. I think we go with the, the feel-good story in, in Toronto. Then we go to okay. Montreal and then the rest of the league from there. First off, and I want to get this out of the way because I, I really do want to talk about that Borea-Solming stuff because it was great. But here's a, a problem I really, really have on Friday, Daniel. That was November 11th. People obviously will know that that's Remembrance Day. That's a very important day. Um, you know, remembering everyone who's like who's laid down their lives for you know protect our freedom, all that type of stuff, right? Um, I used to be an Army cadet when I was a kid. It means a lot to me. That's sort of the whole world of things, right? I don't like how they made it was. I don't know the scheduling of this stuff, and I don't know mm-hmm. if this is both the league and the Hall of Fame. I don't know why you had to do the Hockey Hall of Fame ceremony on Remembrance Day because it was the sort of – because you played back-to-back, and maybe they wanted to have Boris Salmin to just have the Saturday, and he he was honored in both nights, but still the more special one was the Saturday. I don't like how it was, let's have this great moment for the Hall of Fame around these these Leaf Legends too. Oh, and by the way, it is Remembrance Day. Mm-hmm. It was cool. They brought out some veterans, and that one guy was just fist bumping the crowd, and Nylander was loving it. You know, I'm sure they had a great time, obviously, but it just personally rubbed me the wrong way why you had to do it the same night. I don't want to sound like Don Cherry, Daniel. That's not what I'm trying to do here. I just don't get why you had to do it the same day.
0: Yeah, um, I had that feeling too, Or I'm not taking anything away from Borsami or the Hall of Fame class of 2022, mm-hmm. but it did feel like a bit convoluted. It did feel kind of off that that became the focal point Right now, other than Remembrance Day, that we didn't really like. You know, they did have the the you know we will never forget. They will. They had a bit of that like commemoration there, but it, it didn't feel like you know this should be the focus, or you know it was like oh this was just kind of like an add on.
1: Mm-hmm. Again, Boris Soling. The moment there where where Sitler sort of raises his helps Soling raise his hand, and then the video. Last night's game, obviously I was watching the Habs game, but I did see that opening. I stayed to sort of make sure I watched that that, that ceremony afterwards and all that. Um, now, like that was tear-jerking. I don't think anyone can, like, and obviously for those who don't know, Boris Solming is fighting ALS. He he mm-hmm. ability to speak. But when he's about to drop that puck, you can still see how affected he is and how much the whole weekend meant to him. Um, again, yeah, we don't want to take away from that at all. So I just wanted to mention Remembrance I thought I think it's an important day that people like need to remember. Um, but like to Borja Salming, really, really nice thing that the Leafs did. You now apparently, Timothy Lilligren, a Leafs reporter, said this. I, I just can't remember who it was, but in the locker room when the Leafs were being uh, w- when Sheldon Keith was announcing the starting lineup, the boys loved it because he was all Swedish players. Yeah, which was I forgot Pierre Engvall was Swedish. Which me too. Saying that name out loud, I feel kind of dumb. But was it so? Sandy, Lilligren, Schalgren, Engval, Yornkrok, Yornkrok, and who am I forgetting?
0: Oh, Nilander. Uh, he did. Yeah, well, Nylander.
1: Okay. okay, yeah, the Swedes, which was yeah, good. and then I think for this for the face-off, they had Ne um not Nylander. Yeah, they did have Nilander and Oliver Ekman larsen do it for the Vancouver game, because afterwards they like gave him a hug and all that. It was really really cool. Good moment, and by the way, it is very nice too that the, the Leafs got the Vancouver win. Pittsburgh, no, um, but anyway. Um, going to the game itself, Jordy uh, Goddamn Ben.
0: He did it. Oh, and uh, <laughs> I was going to mention Jordy Ben, but did you see the first Vancouver game? A uh, Vancouver goal?
1: Uh, I did not know. I was, okay. I was watching. It was a
0: deflection, That's but you know who shot it for the point?
1: For the Canucks? Yes. Uh, Noah Juleson? Was he playing? No.
0: Well, oh. Our other favorite right handed shot.
1: Tucker Pullman's hurt, isn't he? Oh my God, Adam. Who?
0: Luke Shand.
1: Oh God, yeah, yeah, the assist. Yeah, yeah, he's been, <laughs> a, he's been unreal. I forgot. I sent you the tweet, too. He's oh, been great. God. He's That's even very solid. I mean, that's, mm-hmm.
0: I called that, by the way. You did? I yeah. did.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, how did the Leafs play overall? I saw people complaining about the first period.
0: Yeah, they were down 2-0, and then, I mean, typical Leafs game Saturday night, not against a good team. You go down 2-0, but they rallied. Yep. They rallied. It's solid. They get Eric Schalgren, the game winner, and, man, it's crazy. He's he's played back-to-back games. I mean, Mm -hmm. I understand. Like, I know a lot of the people said that, you know, Nick Perciazelli, maybe he's ready. Maybe he'll do a spot start, but they talked about the Saturday night. You know, it's Hall of Fame weekend. Hockey night in Canada, it's at home against a team you're supposed to beat. And I don't for you, do you think that that should have been factored into the pressure of things, or would you have kept Petrozelli for another game?
1: I don't know enough about his sort of ability and how he's playing in the AHL. Um. <laughs> It's it, uh, if I was in that situation of would I've obviously gone shelter in the Saturday or sort of the Friday to get the guaranteed win. I think as a coach, there are certain times where you have to like prioritize the Saturday night game, but looking at where the Canucks are, I would have started Pritchard's Ellie, but was they won? So who cares?
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I
1: just would have sort of, I believe in the sort of get the win as possible in that first night, unless it's like you face Boston or Montreal the next night, Vancouver, yeah, a Canadian team, but it's not as, Important.
0: Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say like injuries, like injuries are bad, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: in that situation, what happens if Chagrin playing back to back gets hurt?
1: I don't know what you do. Well, you I mean, I mean, Matt- in, in Columbus, right? Like they yeah. down some players and I think a defenseman got hurt playing and the Penguins the other day were playing with like 3D, I think before the, before the Leafs game, the game is mm-hmm. that. And Sullivan was like, yeah, we're hoping we get guys who can skate backwards. That's when you gotta revisit the conversation of being able to play healthy scratches because then injuries are especially the way like how compressed the last few seasons have been, yeah we sort of gotta start thinking about that, but I again, it was chalgun's good now, and it looks like Matt Murray's gonna be back any day now, but I mean you know it, luckily it's a different conversation if something had gone wrong, but I think they got away with one,
0: yeah, man we gotta keep track on. Who are the dressed goalies for each game? Because there are going to be different pairings already this season.
1: If you uh, remember at the beginning of the year, there was that stat thing of like uh, over under Matt Murray having like a 920. It's like he could, but it's he just, technically could. Yeah. Just the games played is going to be the question. We're <laughs> uh, room for Matt Murray. It really did sort of seem though that that game turned around, at least from what I could see on Twitter after a complete snipe, a vintage Austin Matthews goal that no one was going to stop, which was if you're a Leafs fan, you're like, ah,
0: more of that, please.
1: And I forgot to mention, William Nylander was on Austin Matthews' wing. They've done it. They've swapped they did it around. Marner back with Tavares. Love to see it. I'd Confirmed. Sheldon Keith
0: looks at Twitter. No.
1: Yes, no, he died. I mean, yeah. He should be dying his hair sometimes. Okay. So, He's <laughs> not as obvious with it as some other people.
0: But. Another, um. there's going to be a minor story of the game because we, we did talk a lot more about, you know, it was a comeback win. Mm-hmm. They did get it. But... Good story on Spencer Martin who started for the Canucks.
1: Yeah. Oakville native. Yeah. Is he from Oakville, really? Yeah. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, too bad his team blew another lead. Oh, boy. <laughs> poor guy. Um, you say a comeback win. I see it. as just it's another game for the Vancouver Canucks.
0: Another Canucks game.
1: Chris <laughs> Rujo is still hired, though. Doesn't He's mm-hmm. still the head coach, which I'm poor guy. <laughs> he's he, The player.
0: fortitude that guy has to... Go through what he's been through already this season. yep, I applaud that. I wish I had that,
1: especially your president publicly shaming you, which is just ok, happened.
0: waiting on the book. No, we're not.
1: He's just sort of I love Brurow. I really hope this doesn't affect sort of his reputation because, man, um just a shame, just a goddamn shame. yeah, game winner Jordy Bend, which is just hilarious as um, we all thought. Yeah, no, I, of course. I love the quote when he's like, yeah, I grew up a Canucks fan, but I wanted to stick it to him tonight, which was amazing. <laughs> That's something you love to see. Uh, it's good, by the way, that Nylander is with Matthews now. That's going to be amazing for the fans. It's
0: good to see. So, Adam, you are the expert on Jordy Ben, I, yes. I believe. So yeah. what does he bring to the Leafs moving forward, other than being an absolute sniper?
1: Depth D and a great beard. Mm-hmm. It's just when he was a hab, I think sometimes he was put in the – a situation higher in the defense accord than he should have been. We like and, top
0: four, or you know,
1: yeah, at times he was. Yeah, okay. There were a few games I remember he was top pair, and we're like, "What are we doing here?" We so um, had
0: Sharat, and then you had Ben in the top four.
1: Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. I remember Mete got a little showing on the top pair. It's like, "What are we doing here, guys?"
0: I mean, that happened in Toronto too.
1: <laughs> Once Andre Markov was like banished, and they just refused to acknowledge him ever again, it was really bad on the left side of the D for a number of years. But he's just listen. He sort of mentioned, like he's a guy that always has to be ready to go, no matter what point. Which I think he recognizes he's not always going to be an everyday defenseman. That's a guy who is acknowledging his role. He's been around for a while. Is he the best defenseman? No, but you know you just need to have warm bodies. And I mean, listen, he's a professional. He ha- does he have a few moments where he's going to get turnstiles? I'm not sure, but you know. There were worse depth D to have. That's why Dubas went out and made all those signings. It was just, this was predictable. Who
0: knows? I think I asked you that before. It's like, what are the Leafs getting if they were to hypothetically play Jordy Ben and Victor Mete at the same time?
1: Um, Alex screaming into a in the next episode of the podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it wouldn't be mint.
1: It would not be mint. Though. No, no, okay. it'd, it'd be a shame. It'd be a shame. Uh, hey, Mete, good skater. Good skater. Um, and you think about the Pittsburgh game. Yeah, Shulgram wasn't great on the game winner and all that, but, and the Pens, you never count out the Pens. They're
0: I mean, the Pens have been on a weird trajectory this season where...
1: They got, the Habs outplayed them so badly. It was yeah. Like, what is, what's happening here? I know I just said don't count out the Pens, but it's like, yeah, but maybe.
0: I think that's been the theme. i am that I wanted to know, like, yes, what would be the cap of games before they eventually got a win of... When to start counting out the pens?
1: Sidney Crosby. That's it. thing. Let me just quickly let's get up the standings and just see how far they out they are out of a playoff spot. Ooh, um, they're four points back of the Canes for third in the division. Two points back with the game in hand of the Rangers. They're still in the position. they they're still within striking distance, which is important. Mm -hmm. I hate when you just Google the standings for it. You can't get like the wild card up. You have to go to NHL.com or something. Yeah, that's annoying. So when we go to the wild card, which is just, let's just do one through eight. Uh, If we look directly at the playoff line, they are two points back of the second wild card Montreal Canadiens. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) Oh my. Um, It's really funny, by the way, if you look at the teams outside of the playoffs in the wild card for the East Rangers. Tampa, Pittsburgh, to name a few, Washington as well. Um, Yeah, lots going to change there. Lots going to change there. Sabers are starting to come down to earth a bit, which is a real shame. But uh, that'll happen to Montreal too soon. But yeah, so they're never never stop believing. Maybe they're they're still there. Like they're still, you know, they're two six and two in their last ten. But yeah, they're holding on. I mean, they're they're still there. They're missing John Marino. They're missing John Marino. I can tell. Jeff Petrie. Didn't didn't play very well on the uh, the game winning goal for Mike Hoffman last night either. Um, I mean they can't
0: call up Ty Smith, so <laughs> they can yeah, do the guy they need to play.
1: Shall we move on to the game against the Habs? Then? Okay, we're basically on it. Um, an extremely wild game where really the pen the, the the Pens weren't really. If you look at the score and they had the lead a few times, I think the Habs tied it three different times. Um besides a stint at the start of the second period the pens were never really in that game like they got outplayed by those canadians the effort from montreal was one thing but the penguins just didn't look in it which was scary like brock mcginn was scoring you're like ah brock mcginn which is like typical pittsburgh guy they bring in depth guy amazing player but it's just sort of everything else you're like oh gosh Pittsburgh, what's going on
0: here? It's starting to feel a bit wobbly there. I know that they are built on chemistry and what they can bring around Crosby and Malkin, but it's it's hard to see now where you're not getting the same time, same type of consistency right now. And you know, we've known that Pens have always had cap problems for things, but it's you know it's horrible when a guy like Kasperi Capin and he's making three three point two million, and he was a he was a healthy scratch for a consecutive game.
1: Talk about the guy who may be out of the league by that when that contract's done. By the way,
0: he's only twenty, just yeah. turning twenty-six.
1: Yeah, he's gone. You have that to have is, it together by twenty-six if you're a guy like that who's gotten every chance.
0: Yeah, it's, and it's it's I don't know. Like if for the Penguins, I, I still do love the team, but I just think some of the moves there, like Jeff Carter, like did you really have to give him that type of deal? Cap as well. We mentioned you know that's already almost seven million combined. You're not really getting that production.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Brock McGinn is the one who's kind of scoring for you. And then you can't even bring up a guy who should be in your top four right now because you don't have the money.
1: Not great. Uh, not great. If we look at the team on the other side of the ice.
0: Oh, I'd like to ask one more thing about yep. the Penguins. What was the reception of Jeff Petrie in Montreal?
1: Booed when he touches the puck.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: Not. They don't any, remember
0: the good times?
1: It, it took it. No. Okay. Yeah, when he, you know, was soft and, you know, didn't go after his The red eyes. Yeah. Oh, you know, I shouldn't be that mean, but it's like, Jeff, you quit on the team. You want it out. You know my stance when players want out. Yeah. Out. Remember when I said when caught called Kidemi, before we knew the Habs weren't matching the offer sheet? I said, even if they match it, his days are numbered. This is how it you works. It. You don't want to be part of the team, then you're not part of the team. Okay. And Jeff Petrie didn't want to be part of the team anymore. I get there's other stuff, but. Again, the day you don't stand up for your goaltender, when he gets ran by another guy, I just don't have sympathy for you anymore. Appreciate everything you did for the team. They you don't know, make it to the finals without him. He was a great player. It's just, you know, time is done. It is what it is. Yeah, just got to move on. Sorry, Jeff. Mm-hmm. You know, How about
0: Ryan Paling
1: Man, my mom's like, they're not booing paling I'm like, yeah, it's Ryan Paling. <laughs> <laughs> Every time it was like, and Ryan Paley, you're like, oh yeah, man, talk about a fall from grace. Like what like, a debut and just sort of disappeared.
0: He had all the opportunities.
1: Right? Uh, yeah, he, there was a time where he came to camp and he was apparently like out of shape, and it was like,
0: oh, that's not shame? good to hear.
1: It's a shame. Um, but for the Canadians, the ones that were wearing the CH, another point from Kirby Dock, another point goal for Cole Caulfield. Another goal for Nick Suzuki and another goal, an overtime winner. One of only like four or five players, apparently to have uh get overtime winners for multiple teams. Mike Hoffman scores again. I've never said anything bad about him. Oh, of course. Group. Not at all.
0: Is there a nickname for that line now? That young line? Like-
1: apparently it's called the low line. like okay. LOL, because, Oh, well, because, ah, they Kirby doc, they got him in a great deal. And, you know nick suzuki fell in them at 15 isn't that funny and like ah oh, vegas gave up suzuki lol like that type of being called the, the lol line because it's like okay. how do we get these guys how
0: do you feel about that name
1: <laughs> um it's not the best <laughs> remember remember when it was uh joel armia marks no eric Stahl, and um who was it armia Stahl Perry. Mm-hmm. And the finals run and they were the laundry the uh the washing machine line i like that yeah. one more than the lull line but you know
0: the lull line okay i would just
1: like the guys who keep scoring <laughs> <laughs> listen everyone talking about the regression just let's have fun this isn't gonna last
0: enjoy when you can it game would... by game
1: daniel when they lost the lead um at the beginning of the second period if this was under don du that game's over that's the big thing you got to realize is under Marty St. Louis, they're so different.
0: There's no quit.
1: And yeah, there is none. Like in New York, no quit.
0: No. I mean, like not to push it. Like I think Don't it was you a perfect, ex- coach perfect <laughs> example of you, you, you know, you kind of stick it to the Penguins that I know they're struggling, but is still more or less. Like I'd say it's a team that has playoff ambitions. I think with Montreal, I like what you said, where they did lose that lead but they didn't they didn't stop they kept going with the effort I think that when there are going to be those losses they're not going to be terrible losses they're going to be ones that they're going to keep fighting yeah can't keep fighting for but in a way we'll just enjoy it I don't I'm not going to say they're a wagon I'm not going to say maybe they'll surprise you but it is a different definitely a different feel to this team even when they lose
1: the and vibe. we've talked
0: about it so many times, every every single aspect of it.
1: It's just great vibes, man. You know what made the win even better? Guess who's it? at the game? Madame Belleville was there. Oh, wow. Which is always nice. You always love seeing it. They were doing the anthem and they cut to her saying it. It's like, ah, oh, thank God. It's always great to see Elise Belleville at the game. Second time this year, they've had a tremendous effort against the Pittsburgh Penguins, to be fair. Oh, it's great. It's just a great. thing. you know who was watching the game too? Tubson. He was just. He Tubson was watching it. Thing. He just. He sits on the couch. Mm-hmm. And here, let me. Let me. I got the video on my phone.
0: Oh, that he was with you.
1: And he was just. He was on the couch, and you can see he's just. You can't see bro. He's just. Oh. He's just holy. Like, can you like,
0: cut to um his after game thoughts?
1: And he's just you no, know, because he go to he goes to bed. It was a late night for me. Oh, okay. Watching the game.
0: He's responsible, yeah. done
1: he just loves watching hockey. He's a funny dog. Funny, funny dog.
0: What about your other dog? Harry? Yeah.
1: She just doesn't think. He, her and Diesel sleep when the game's on, but Tubson watches them. He watches the Leafs, watches the Habs. He just Wants mm-hmm. to be your favorite. That's why. He just, no, he doesn't care. And Tubson just does what Tubson wants. Tubson doesn't care about your feelings. He cares about <laughs> cares <laughs> about his
0: and the Habs.
1: He cares about his food. He likes <laughs> and then he wants his belly rub, and he's like yeah come here again but he looks at you with those little eyes and it's like crap the devils are a wagon though they
0: are are. I called it
1: what is it nine straight wins right now Mm. man Man, if there's one trade I'm proud of it's that I got Jack Hughes for Alex Petrangelo in this league from Baldwin I was so ready for that
0: is the rebuild over
1: yeah I think Mm -hmm. it was done last year they just couldn't get a save so here's what I loved. I got to catch the overtime between them and the Sens, right? Where in that game, Akira Schmidt, great name, uh, comes in after Vitek Vanacek gets hurt. So they have a few different hurt goalies right now. I forgot that that Jonathan Bernier was in the league, by the way. And someone was like, yeah, the Devils and Bernier. Like, wait, what? That's happening?
0: Yeah, uh, I forgot about that too. Oh my gosh. And
1: Schmidt's performance in that overtime was exceptional. They killed off a penalty for the Sens. And then they get a power play, and then, you know, Jack Hughes and Dougie Hamilton, who looks great, one time on the power play, what they signed him for for that big contract last – was it last year? Um, Two years ago. and
0: Or, like, his first year was last year, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So – and you just think this is – these are the Devils here. This is incredible to watch. Um, and it's really – it's not funny, but Cam Talbot breaks his stick afterwards because he's so frustrated about this young Devils team that's just so fast, so fun – um,
0: it's finally coming together, that's what I like years, to see.
1: It was just, yeah, the devils were playing, you know, there are those teams where you're like, I don't really want to watch them. The devils were like that, but now it's like, again, John Marino looks really good on that scene, mm-hmm. though. Um, and man, do you know what I love the most about the vibes in New Jersey?
0: The, is it the Jersey?
1: No, 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 the Brat Pack. Have you yeah. seen this? The Brat, oh, like Jesper Brat. No, not him, but like the fan base around the Brat Pack.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So for anyone who doesn't know, there is this fan on Twitter who's like the Brat Pack, 11,000 followers, I think. And this guy has, they they sold out a section at the game. They were the ones who started the Fire Lindy chant. They had a picture on the ice last night afterwards. Jesper Brat came out. This guy is such a campaigner. And I, I, I absolutely love it. The vibes in New Jersey, the crowd was amazing last night too. Like they just, it was against the Coyotes, but so you got to beat the teams. The Coyotes in the playoff spot, I think. Um, I just, I love how much fun the Devils are right now. It's just, it's just crazy to say, but
0: Jackson- It's been a while. It's been a while, I think, for New Jersey to really enjoy this, that there's been so many ups and downs for them. Remember that one year, I think it was Nico Hichier's rookie year, they make the playoffs, and then that was the time where they said, okay, we're going to build off of this. And then we didn't really see that until last year. <laughs> be honest, where...
1: Taylor Hall MVP year, right?
0: Yeah, you definitely need to let the young guys develop. I remember when everyone was saying... Not everyone, but Jack Hughes had a horrible rookie year. And then I like the defense people came to where it's like, okay, well, look at Joe Thornton's rookie numbers. And it's finally happening for them. They've drafted a lot better. Um, You know, goaltending, they don't have a Hall of Famer in there anymore. But... (laughs) they're doing what they can with what they could find.
1: The devils have been like their fans have been sort of forced to watch the most boring hockey longer than we have been alive. Yeah. So now they have to watch where they get to watch the Jack Hughes, Nico, Heeser show. And I love it. And Thomas, Tatar, don't forget. Yeah. Um, yes. For Brad. About, I just sort of remember. Yeah. Jesper for Brad eight more years. They were chanting, man, he's going to get paid. I don't know if the devils are going to do it, but, um, you mentioned the heart trophy. I, I just side note, it is a crime that Crosby only has two hearts. That is unacceptable.
0: It's surprising, yeah.
1: Just just stupid. Just stupid. I think he's like top 20 in scoring now, like 17th, maybe. If he didn't get those concussions, god damn it. Oh, we are robbed of Sidney Crosby. Um, but yeah. Jay Fresh is really upset that John Marino's like not a penguin anymore. It's hilarious. I well,
0: I don't know what they were doing. I mean, you know, we don't know what Ty Smith's gonna become, but That was a weird trade to me where, like, I I guess now, like, John Marino's doing really well, but for me, like, it didn't move the needle. Was it just a cap reason for Pittsburgh?
1: What, to try and help and then go get Jeff Petrie?
0: Or, like, yeah, I didn't get that. Like, you get rid of John Marino, you bring in Ty Smith, who you can't even bring up, and then you get Jeff Petrie.
1: It's like they almost gave up on uh, Marino because didn't he have, like, an offensive, like, he just couldn't score at all last year. I yeah, I
0: had a bit of a dip, but a lot of people on it's, Pittsburgh yeah. couldn't score.
1: He's a young, he's a young player. Maybe they just got impatient with him. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know the ins and outs of sort of that front office perfectly. we we'll had get Brian Burke it,
0: to talk to us next just, episode.
1: Just go get Brian Burke. Let's call him up. Um, <laughs> it's a controversy, man. The great defensive thing in Pittsburgh. Um, sort of like the, the, the goaltending controversy in Edmonton right now. So,
0: you still have Stuart. Stuart Skinner on your fantasy?
1: No, I dropped him.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Because he just had I was worried, and then I picked a Van to check, and then he got hurt. Um, but I, I'm thinking I may pick up Stuart Skinner again. Just because because he has played seven games for the Oilers, and in those games, or the yeah, his seven games played. Um, the man has a 932 save percentage. The man is playing well. He's a great man. For some reason, cap friendly doesn't have the exact record up super conveniently to look. But then if we look at the other side of things, and um, in his 10 games, a 4.26 goals against average and an 873 goals against average. I mean, sorry, say percentage, 873 for Jack Campbell. Now, um, I've watched a few different Oilers games this year, Daniel. I remember I, I told you guys last time yeah. around when all three of us were on the show, I watched that Dallas game. I think I forgot to mention this on the show, but I saw the sort of highlights going around with Campbell's performance. And it's this goal where he tries to make a glove save. It goes past him, and he just stares at his glove like, what? How did that go? I cannot, like, listen. Mm-hmm. Forget his time with the Leafs. Even if he hasn't played a lot of games in the single season, Jack Campbell's career save percentage, has actually always been pretty like above league average. He's been a very good goaltender. What is happening with him right now is just sort of mind boggling to me.
0: It is like a confidence thing or because I think a conversation we've had before with him is, you know, he's never been a starting goalie. He's never had that workload we've seen, but. I don't know what's going. Like, is it Edmonton's defense? Like, that's always been a point that we've talked about. But
1: and why is why is Stuart Skinner a ninth? Yeah, you know that's I mean?
0: that's the thing. Is it? You know, we're like oh market pressure. You know, he's played in Toronto. He's played in the playoffs in Toronto.
1: And he he's was performed
0: well in the playoffs year, in Toronto. He
1: was the starter? Yeah. And even if there were some hurt times, he was. I thought at least to the start of the series against the Tampa Bay Lightning, he was good, solid. He lights out, but he was he was good. You know, I'm not gonna dance on the grave of Jack Campbell like some people are, but um, you gotta be concerned if you're a Flames. I mean, um, an Oilers fan right now because obviously he's just starting a five-year deal. But like, mm, he like got Mark paid. David is. I haven't looked at league-wide scoring once this year. Uh, last time I checked, McDavid was like 12 goals. So Daniel, I just wanted for the sake of this, I want to look at league scoring. Mm-hmm. And I think you know where I'm going to go with this. Okay. is because what I'm scared of, and again, I don't pay attention to the standings either for too much until a couple months into the year because it just doesn't mean anything. I would like to quickly look at league scoring to see if if goaltending is once, oh my God, McDavid has 32 points. And Dryasaddle has 28. What am I looking at? McDavid has 15 goals. What the heck? Oh, my God, man. What is it? Oh, Son is 90. Man. Man, what are we doing here? Man, Daniel, he has 32 points and 16. He's just under a a, a goddamn goal a game. His plus minus is th- plus three. So that's the goaltending effect right there. Yeah. Guys, guys, I don't care if you have to block every goddamn shot. Get David Savar, one of the best shot blockers in the league. Guys, we, we cannot mcdavid's probably realistically could hit 800 points this year he's at 729
0: <laughs> yes this I'm will not, he could this will maintain <laughs> he
1: could for the love of god <sighs> do not waste another year of this man's career please do not do it this is this is so dumb and what do you really
0: do here though because they already spent their money
1: yeah you know, they have to they have to make it work
0: they have to okay. what are they going to
1: get a better goaltending coach
0: will philip broberg play <laughs>
1: Man, is he still not a regular? No, he's not. Oh my god! Like Tyson Berry had a multi-goal, I think, performance yesterday against. Yeah. The
0: he started the scoring.
1: I see. Who was Campbell in net for that game?
0: No, Skinner and uh, against Spencer Knight. Really. Yeah.
1: That's, oh. I think that tells you all you need to know right now. Israel, yeah. And guess what? Yeah, you're right. And he threw up a 9:52 in that game.
0: It's pretty good. Scoring didn't really? yeah, it started a bit late into the game. I remember that when I was watching it. And yeah, the
1: second period halfway through. And then the third period was just a shootout. Yeah. Like, David only had one point. What a bum. <laughs> He's so good. It's dumb. It's crazy. Oh, uh, by the way, shout out to um Claude Giroux and the Sands winning in Philadelphia on Claude Giroux's return. That was
0: nice. Yeah. It
1: was an afternoon game. Screw you. Why? why
0: yeah when i was looking at the start time like oh it's already starting this game
1: i didn't know it was happening until i saw the video package on sports and youtube channel i'm like wait a minute
0: this saturday schedules are really weird
1: Let's- i get like sprouting it out of the weekends i like a marathon day but a game like that that's got to be prime time
0: that should have been you yeah.
1: know rather prime time like come on now have some respect have some respect okay what else happened around the league? Let's just quickly just look around in the scores and just see what was happening right now. Uh, the Kings beat Detroit. Cool. Okay. How- <laughs> oh, my God. Shots against 21 and 21. What a weird game for goals.
0: Defensive effort by both sides. <laughs>
1: Jersey had a pair of goals. I think mean, it's a multi-point game from your boy, Dominic Kubelik, who you refused to give me. God damn it, Daniel. The Blues won. That's huge. Bennington they finally in- did it. Oh God! I I I get rid of Bennington and he gets a, gets a win, bastard. Uh, the Blackhawks beat the Ducks. Who cares? Um, sorry. Uh, the Flames won. That's nice. The Abs four one pair of goals from Kale McCarr. Daniel, what if I told you Kale McCarr only has three goals on the year?
0: Oh man, he's regressing. No.
1: Um. Um. <laughs> the Preds beat the Rangers. The Rangers are a little off. Rangers are. A they little
0: are. Are we should be worried?
1: Yeah, probably. Okay. Um, Back and forth game between the Blue Jackets and um, the Islanders, but Zach Parise in overtime gets it. Pretty funny. Oh boy. Um, the Sabers don't, you know, withstand the Boston Bruins in a game where I I did not know this guy was in the league. Thirty one saves from Keith Kincaid puts the Bruins over the Sabers.
0: The legend he returns.
1: I can't believe it. Leafs win, obviously. Devils win. Um, and we sort of covered every other game. Let me quick. Who were the stars in the Habs games? Uh, Mike Hoffman, number one, maybe. No, Suzuki. Yeah, it makes sense. Hoffman, third star. Jason Zucker with a three-point night. Nice. 13? 34, Sullivan. What are you doing, you goofball? Okay, that's what happened. And then today, starting at one o'clock, Dallas, Philly. Eh. Canucks, Bruins. Oh, my. All mark 10 and one. Good for you, Daniel. Thank um, you. San Jose, Minnesota. Arizona Rangers. Tampa. Ooh, Tampa, Washington at 7, not bad at 8 o'clock, Seattle, and the Jets. It'd be fun. Um, Let's just quickly look at the Fantasy League outs again before we go to the rest of the show. Okay. Um, So if we look at it, um, I'm going to go to your series first, Daniel, because if memory serves, you are murdering Scott right now. You are up 349 to 255. Looks like you're about to get another win, Daniel. How do you feel? You.
0: I feel pretty good. I think that I got the team I wanted. Um. Goaltending was a bit shaky but I've actually managed to fix that pretty quick
1: you now have Linus allmark Connor hellebuck and on your injury reserve Freddie Anderson that's yes. actually amazing um you flurry uh, as well <laughs> 30 points this week fantasy points for Clayton Keller so I'm happy that trade's working out for you
0: it is it was a bit slow I was a I had a bit of buyer's remorse for a bit but yeah. he is heating up I like it
1: um and then yeah you're just having a you're having a great week
0: because um, are... really exploded I oh, yeah. that was a guy that I was about to think about trading or dropping and then he puts up these crazy numbers
1: so you're set to go four and one which would at least depending on how Alex and obviously you're going to beat Scott so he'll be three and two so depending on how Christophilus and um Alex do this week I don't know their exact scores you could be first place or tied for first by the end Maybe. of it. I'm gonna be hopefully right now I might win my third straight game and go three two. Um I'm currently beating will Baldwin. I am winning three twelve point five to two fifty um wow. so hopefully that 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 works out well for me, and uh, I can win my third straight and start getting up the ladder because I have been seventh of ten since the start of the year, and I kind of wanna do that i like where my team is too i like how i filled it out having marshan and mcavoy just sort of for free really, helped. really that
0: helped. was like that was the biggest deal i think
1: uh it's shameful that none of us drafted them just to sit
0: we just think about it yeah it's crazy
1: yeah and everyone called me crazy for going caulfield to adam you're playing with your heart i freaking knew i knew i played crazy.
0: with my heart a bit but i had to Become realistic.
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and now you're doing well for it. Linus John Gibson, we love you, but for not like drafted. two and nine. The fact that we let Allmark hit UFA was on un- ridiculous. Just not.
0: I think it's because like I I was thinking about it, but the problem was because we didn't know. Because I guess I meant like you get stuck in the headlines of things. You hear about Jeremy Swayman, and then he gets that story about oh I talked to the Leafs and they didn't pick me.
1: And then it just fell apart.
0: And then. He gets hurt and then he's been inconsistent. And then I didn't expect Allmark to get these many starts.
1: Hey, man, you go with the hot hand. And then there you go. Yeah, you went from Gibson and Fleury to Anderson and Allmark. Yeah. I'm mad you took Freddie Anderson. I wanted, I had a deal in place to send Chandler Stevenson to Alex if he could pick up Freddie on waivers. What was the trade? Markstrom, just Chandler Stevenson for Freddie Anderson. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I would have, I would have had Markstrom and him. Like, I would have been set for for goalies.
0: So your goalies right now is Markstrom
1: and Vanacek.
0: Vanacek, okay. Yeah, and Carey Price. Yeah, and, Price. and, he, yeah, and
1: <laughs> Carey Price for sentimental values is on the bench. He's a team. Yes. He's a he's coming into the facilities. He's working hard. He's trading hard. Um, yeah, no, yeah, Carey Price <laughs> is on the team. One percent roster. Shout out to the one percent of people in the world who. In Yahoo Sports, who have Carey Price roster. they're the real.
0: (laughs) They're the real fans out there.
1: Shout out to Will trading me Carey Price. How could you?
0: Does he have like none of those players that he traded? Because like,
1: so I gave him Bertruzzi, who I think is coming back soon, and then I Mm -hmm. gave him Verana before we found out Verana was going into the player assistance program. Mm -hmm. So it was so it again. It's it's unfortunate for Verana. You hope he gets help. But yeah, so it's it's the trade worked out. But again, again, price isn't gonna play. So it's literally just a heart thing. I was gonna draft price in my last my last pick in the draft, but excuse me, Will did it, and I FaceTimed him. And I'm like, you bastards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, you managed
0: to get all three of the. Well, she didn't get Kirby Doc, but maybe you will. I don't know, but
1: I I didn't. I know I can't have three Habs. I can't no. do. No. can't do that i i get I, I, I told you guys to pick up on Mike did and it's working well'
0: Cause I exercised what did i do? I gotta get rid of John Gibson. I mean Jamie Drysdale's probably out for the season, yeah, that's tough, so I don't have any ducks
1: and it's good that you didn't make a move for um for McTavish. yeah and that we, was we didn't go through for that big three way trade. yeah,
0: yeah, I would have lost
1: yeah, it's unfortunate um but hey okay. instead you just did the Keller deal and it's working out it is. Uh, the Flames won last night. They beat the Jets. Are we not as worried for the Flames?
0: I think it's still a bit early, but... I, I don't know. I just... Yeah, we'll see how things go because I am a bit disappointed with them. Mm-hmm. Right now, I know that they don't have Jonathan Huberdo and they just haven't been that contending team that I think we all expected that a team that was able to fix itself in the offseason. Um. I've said it before, they need time to gel. And a lot of the new faces get used to Daryl Sutter's type of play, type of planning, but I'm not too worried about them. I think they'll
1: be fine. If they win both their games in hand over the Oilers, they're tied with them for fourth. So here's what's helping, I think, a lot of teams is, and you wonder if it's the same thing that's happening with Ottawa, that... You know, and that's excluding the Shabbat injury and the Norris injury. But what I mean is because there's so many new bodies, is it taking time to gel chemistry, right? Um, but what's helping that, you know, basically the only teams that are really just sort of running away with their divisions right now are basically the Bruins and the Golden Knights. It's helping that a lot of other sort of teams, if they're middling out, are still sort of in striking distance. Like the Blues being last in the Central, I don't think that's gonna last.
0: That's gonna last.
1: Playoffs? I don't know. We'll Robert see. Thomas may be going soon, in my I don't know if I'm gonna keep him around.
0: What happened to that guy? Like,
1: <laughs> got his money, and then they just he stopped. Jordan
0: uh-huh. Cairo is still consistent.
1: Yeah, great. Thanks. <laughs> um, and then it's sort of like in the Pacific again. The the first four, like, sort of the first five teams in there, Vegas. Yeah, their set looks like it. The Kings, the Kraken, the Oilers, and the Flames are the other teams sort of in that mix. By the way, the Kings have won four straight. They had a tough start. They did. They're starting to pick it up. But, you know, it's like, are they are the Seattle Kraken really going to edge out both Albertan teams for third and the Pacific? I don't know. And then, I mean, the East is just, I mean, Whatever. What I mean the, the the Tampa Bay being third last in the division no that's not gonna is last. that
0: gonna last no like
1: both the Caps and the Pens missing out no it's not gonna happen, no What's the last time that happened they both missed like around probably which one
0: Tampa and we say Tampa and
1: no sorry the last time the Caps and the Penguins missed at the oh season
0: I'm probably thinking like two thousand six
1: they're like their Crosby
0: and Ovechkin's rookie. They're, Crosby's they're Crosby's rookie. In- oh, years
1: <laughs> like that's stupid
0: because the year that the Ovechkin's rookie year they didn't make so yeah the 2006 draft so like the Penguins got Jordan Stahl second and then fourth was Backstrom for the <laughs> Capitals
1: man that's insane if they've it, that's not gonna happen and then it's like like uh, I, uh, the Canes are not gonna be worse than the Islanders by like record rise by the end of the year um like, you know, there's normally that idea when you're so far out in American Thanksgiving is sort of a showing where you are. We're not far from that, but I, I just, I don't There, I think there's going to be a lot more runway. And maybe that means the end of the season is going to be a lot more fun. Yeah. It's always good. But I, I doubt things are really going to. I don't think remember last year that by the new year, we knew the Eastern Conference and it yeah, was, yeah. who cares? I don't think we're getting that this year.
0: I don't think so. I think we're going to know. We're not going to know. Like, I think there's there's a lot of new faces on different teams or like a lot of the injury adjustments this year. I don't think you're going to see a lot of those teams just, you know, hit the ground running and they're just going to run away with everything.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just going to go through my phone and just be like, all right, let's just go make sure I've mentioned everything. All right. Yeah, the sorry Lindy chants again, that was hilarious. It was also great when Lindy, Lindy Ruff's like, I accept the apology. Maybe one day we can sit down and have a beer about it, <laughs> which was funny. <laughs> um beside that, um uh from 32 Thoughts, hockey Night in Canada, um, Ellie Friedman saying obviously with Shabop being heard for Ottawa and Nikita Zaitsev being waived. Uh the sounds are even more sort of looking for a D right now. Would you like mm-hmm. David card, please. Um that on Tuesday from Jeff Merrick. Uh, Tuesday is the GM meetings. Big talk is going to be the coaches' challenge after that Z-Grass Michigan goal was called back. Offside really <laughs> didn't have an effect on that goal. It was 29 seconds after, like it wasn't. Yeah. Good. But Fair. it's good for the game. It's just not. It's just. It's just. It's just sickening. Um. And then we go go go. Hold on. Uh, yeah, those are the leaf lines. TJ Brody's day to day, by the way, so that's interesting. Uh, hopefully, he's good. Just gonna keep going, yeah. This is I like to say, the one game. he went to the, uh, the Friday game, he cried. It's okay, Alex. He yes,
0: did, we love you, Alex.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. good game to go to. Good game. Well, I mean, they lost, but still, great moment to go to.
0: There's one thing I'd like to point out where you mentioned with Zgrass is, and maybe this is just my own opinion, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Uh-huh. Is for many years the ducks have just been you know like drag you through the mud type of game where you had get and perry and then you tried to you you kind of had that core around them but i like that despite the rebuild despite the struggles they're just embracing their fun again and yes i will attribute that to the movies to the early 2000s of the team that it's fun again like fun in a good way like they're great players they are Not gonna compete yet, but you know you're embracing the fact that you're bringing back the Mighty Duck logo for your retro reverse. You've done that twice already, two years in a row. You have a bunch of young guys.
1: Permanently, you dicks.
0: They technically did because Wildwood was wearing the jersey on the jersey in the retro reverse.
1: Get rid of the duck foot, please. No one wants the duck foot.
0: Do you uh,
1: know whose point per game? By the way, in four games for the Caps, former Duck Sonny Milano.
0: I know I, I was surprised They didn't I was surprised They didn't give him a contract actually Because he had good chemistry On the team but apparently there were like concussion Worries with him
1: oh, That's a shame That's a shame a great, like, a great
0: name by the way too
1: Sonny Milano yeah man Uh, He's one of those like depth Columbus guys That just sort of got away from them Remember William Carlson that famous thing we Alex got-
0: Wenberg
1: yeah. yeah 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 they got to work on that Um Tough news right now for um the Columbus Blue Jackets. Zach Karensky's done for the year. Like the yeah. year.
0: Torn labrum.
1: Uh from Chris Johnson. Yeah, there you go. Suggested a separated shoulder and a torn labrum. He's gone. What a shame. It looked like he was like numbers-wise was having a sensational season. Yeah. Living up to the contract, like that good of a season. Um, I think Bogfist is on LTIR. Nick Blankenberg, I think, is out for a while too i remember seeing justin danforth sean corrali jake borachek is also on ir um unfortunately mrs lincoln's hasn't been great to start the year getting crap from fans on social media which is not fun and should not do um that's a team that again i think we mentioned this last episode sorry for repeating ourselves or the episode before that they all blunt COVID's ruined time it doesn't actually exist they should be. Their 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 goal differential is minus twenty three already, Daniel. This if I'm looking at the Eastern Conference, the second worst is minus three. They have a minus twenty worst goal differential, and if we look in the West, even the Ducks are minus twenty six. Holy crap, Uh minus seventeen for the Blues. But in in the East, at least if you care about goal differential, which you should always put an asterisk next to, they're like far and away the worst defensive team in the East. And I think it's been said that they basically aren't playing it. And John Troy Rose like, see, I told you.
0: Yeah, man. I remember I picked them to make the playoffs. We don't know how things are going to go, but with all those additions, I really thought that we'd see something like, you know, that, that extra push that Johnny Goudreau signing would kind of, kind of stabilize everything offensively for them. Because I think they'd had a lot of guys that were just playing beyond what their role was or what we thought it was going to be. And we've mentioned the center depth. They've drafted very well for the future, just not for, they just don't have it right now.
1: Listen, Ed, a couple more years. They're going to be great. Watch. they will be. There's the new Carolina and devils. We're just waiting to see how it is. I believe. Yeah, man. Me too. Me too. Um, okay. Um, besides that, that's everything. It is um now to send this to alex get ready for the brazilian grand prix which should be a lot of fun just Mm -hmm. an hour i'm not gonna lie daniel that's why i wanted to record early so okay yeah and so my mom wouldn't complain to me that i'm missing the race thank you very much that's true
0: thank you for keeping adam accountable
1: yeah i mean it's not coming from you
0: Mm -hmm. thank (laughs) you right today it's been a busy weekend, but we...
1: And we're having breakfast at, at, like, 10 o'clock. Like, 10.50. What are you talking about? Don't throw me under the... How dare I'm not throwing
0: you under you? I'm, I'm, I'm saying TV thank Adam you to down. Adam's mom, keeping accountable.
1: Get out of here. <laughs> this dude. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the episode name is Fire... Uh, uh, Sorry, Lindy. Okay. Sorry, Lindy. Yeah. Okay. All right uh shout out alex who'll edit this we
0: it's love alex be
1: Great, because while i'm waiting for daniel i start recording so alex is gonna have like 10 minutes of me just listening to music to just sort of be like
0: mm-hmm.
1: alex, but it's so i don't forget later
0: start the mood yeah
1: yeah okay um oh i'm tired daniel oh i'm tired too got a long day tomorrow though looking forward to it though mm-hmm. okay that's it goodbye